this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. There's nothing like astronomy to foster a sense of perspective, which is what we all need right now. Looking up in the night sky with the naked eye, we can see only around 8,000 stars, depending on your eyesight and how dark your location is, but at best it's not a lot. These objects we see are unimaginable distances from us, with the exception of the planets and moons in our solar system, which is like our own backyard. The nearest star is over four light years away, and the edge of the known universe 13.8 billion light years. But how do we know this? The tool astronomers use is called the distance ladder because you progress further up the ladder one rung at a time without letting go of the one before, so there's a kind of overlap in the techniques. And the first rung is a technique called parallax. You can demonstrate this yourself by holding up your finger at arm's length and closing one eye at a time to look at the background, which appears to jump from side to side. And this is because there's a certain distance between your eyes. Your outstretched arm, the distance between your eyes and the angles between these describe a triangle. And there's one line between your eyes and another imaginary line out to your arm and back towards each eye. And at the corner of each imaginary line is an angle. So basic trigonometry can be used to calculate the unknowns. We know the length between your eyes and the angle at the corners between your eyes. So using these, we calculate the length of the line going out to your outstretched finger. Transposing this to the cosmos, you have the Earth at one edge of its travel around the Sun, and you can point your telescope towards a nearby object. And then you have the distance at the farther uh, side of the orbit, which is about 300 million kilometers. So we know the different angles the telescope is at when it points to the star. Therefore, we can work out the distance, that imaginary line between us and that star. But this only works up to a few tens of thousands of light years, since the angles become too imperceptible to measure, which doesn't even cover the Milky Way, which is at least 100,000 light years from end to end. The next rung on the distance ladder is made up of special variable stars which change in brightness over time. Cepheid variables are hot, massive stars flickering at a rate tied to their brightness and Henrietta Swan Leavitt in 1908 discovered a relationship between the periodicity of flickering and brightness. So all astronomers have to do is measure how quickly a Cepheid variable brightens and dims to calculate how bright it should be and use the formulas determined by Henrietta Swan Leavitt to arrive at their distance. It does get quite involved at this point. Suffice to say that the measurements are to do with the star's apparent and intrinsic brightness, but we're on radio and we only have five minutes. Almost a hundred years ago, Hubble found Cepheid variables blinking away in what was then called the Andromeda Nebula and determined it was much, much farther away than previously thought. But as galaxies get farther away, telescopes can't make out their individual stars, just as the letters on an eye chart get fuzzier as they grow smaller. Eventually, parallax or variable stars can't be used as rungs on the ladder anymore. Astronomers now turn to very bright objects, whose brightness can be determined by physics and bears a relationship to its distance. And again, as with Cepheid variables, you have to know what type of star you're looking at and something of the physics in their chemistry and the processes that cause them to brighten and dim. So to measure the farthest galaxies, astronomers have to rely on very, very bright objects capable of shining across vast distances such as type 1a supernovae, which are extremely bright, visible to distances of about 10 billion light years 
Lastly, astronomers use something called redshift, where they look at the composition of light coming from an object such as a galaxy and determine how far it is shifted into the red end of the spectrum. So it does get very involved, but many, many scientists from Hipparchus in 130 BCE to the present day have been working these things out assiduously. So there you have it, very roughly, how we know how far away things are from us here on this tiny, tiny planet floating in space. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies.